Good evening, everyone. And I want to thank Judy and Yvonne and Gloria and for joining me, Reverend Bill, in our dialogue this evening. We're in chapter 6 in the second treatise. The treatise is... The treatise is... The Treatise on the Nature of Unity. And we're in Chapter 6, The Belief Accomplishment. Uh, so we've, we've set the stage and we're ready to move on in to our reading here. Judy, would you go ahead and get us started, please? Absolutely. Thank you, Bill. The source of what we have been speaking of as calling is your heart. It is what alerts you to the treasures that lie within. There is no time in the place we are calling within, and your heart knows not of time, even while it adheres to the rules of time you would place upon yourself. Cease adhering to the rules of time and see how much more the language of your heart becomes known to you. I speak here not of the rules of time that govern your days and years, but the rules of time that you believe govern your days and years and that you thus allow to govern your thinking. If time is but a measure of learning, and if your learning is now at a stage at which it occurs in unison with unlearning, then the end of time as you know it is close at hand. If you can begin now to think without the barriers of time, you but place upon your thinking, you will advance. Excuse me, let me start that sentence again. If you can begin now to think without the barriers of time you but place on your thinking, you will advance this process and more quickly bring about the end of the pattern of learning that you refer to as time. The end of the pattern of learning that you refer to as time is the beginning of the time of unity. This return to unity is reliant upon the changes in your beliefs that this Court has brought about. Let us review these beliefs and how do they relate to your concept of time. Only you can be accomplishing your accomplishment is already complete task. Thank you, Gloria. What does this mean in regard to time? You might think of being accomplished as all of your work being done. If there is no work to be done, nothing for you to do, for what do you need time? Have you ever conceived of accomplishing anything without taking into account the time that it will take? Relate this 
discussion to our relate excuse me relate this question to our discussion of treasure and you will understand what it is of which I speak you believe that your treasures only become accomplished ability you I go back you believe that your treasures only become accomplished abilities within time you believe that that your treasures only become part of your identity when you have passed beyond the time it takes for these treasures to become abilities thus all that you might think wish uh, okay thus all that you might wish to accomplish stands apart from you and beyond you in time that your mind projects what you desire to accomplish onto an unknown future time is what would seem to keep you from accomplishment i say that it is what you would seem to purposefully if you are really accomplished this trick of your mind has not worked and yet if you believe that this trick of your mind has worked you act as if you are being kept from accomplishment by time and this quote seems quite real to you this quote seems quite real to you because of what you believe pass thank you ron so let's stop here and see and just reflect on what has come up for us as we've read this material there were several different items for me um i'm just going to start with one to begin with <clears throat> i've come to recognize i feel that whenever i hear the word seems in a course of love it's speaking about our planning it's speaking about our anticipation of what we believe is or what is needed what we believe is needed it seems always <laughs> the statement of seems seems to always say that some sort of correction or some sort of opportunity to see differently is waiting to be realized i got a few other things to share along what we've got here but i'll start with that anybody else have anything you'd like to offer no this is Judy i quite agree with with what you just said um the about scenes being in quote um my take on it is much the same as yours and i would also add that when i see those words in quotes it seems it's almost like he's telling us it's an illusion um another illusion about this world that we happen to believe in so i i just wanted to add that thanks mhm yeah thank you Judy Yeah this is Ivan I noticed right away in the first few paragraphs he was saying uh, let me find it um but okay uh, that the barriers you place upon your thinking is what he says in 2 and I think he says it somewhere else too he says it in 1 uh the you adhere to the rules of time that you would place upon yourself 
So he's very clear and he's putting us, and then he goes down later in five when I was reading, you believe that your treasures are going to become, and you believe that your treasures are going to become part of your, so that's what he's getting at. He's just wanting us to look at the 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 fallacy of, of our, uh, I don't know, maybe it's not the word thinking, might not be the word word, but our fallacy of our beliefs. Yeah, our beliefs. Six, he says the belief. That's right away. That's what he's going to talk about. Our beliefs. Yeah. So that that's coherent with what I think he's saying. I'm complete. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. In those lines, in that line, what I also associate the notion of accomplishment with is, is something that we are doing that we, we have to accomplish. And that's how the quote-unquote treasure is, 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 is achieved, as if, say, what we've accomplished, what we have built or made or what we've discovered now becomes more than it was before. Yet if we are accomplished, we have all the treasures here within us already. And no time is involved in that realization, but a recognition that occurs. Now, the the, the accomplishment being built and, and rooted in time as it is just speaks to the investment in or the real or the dream, if you will, of separation. Yeah, quite that right. is what that. That's what that's forwarding, it seems to me. And he's here to correct that for us now. Yeah, you're right. Thank you, Reverend Bill. Yeah, that's what I get, too. Thank you. I also see in, in the first chapter, he laid it out really quite simply. There is no time in the place we are calling within, which is the reality that he talks about. And our heart knows not of time even while it adheres to the rules of time, simply because we are in a physical universe or in a physical dimension where time and space and beliefs are all quite prevalent. And what he's saying to us is, no, they're, they're pretty much illusions, and the reality is within, within your Christ self. And that is within, where it knows no time. There is no time there. It's no time or non-time. It's a spacious presence. So I think he's quite clear about it. Yeah, thank you, Judy. Yeah, thank you, Judy. Brings us in the fourth paragraph that Gloria read. Here's the fact. Here's the truth. What's so? Only you can be accomplished, and your accomplishment is already complete. And next to that, I've gotten, I've written down, I am the Christ. That's right. We are complete. We are accomplished in our creation. We are created, complete and whole. Yeah. And our beliefs are what hold us back. Or the, the, the systems that we've put in place of believing... Oh, yeah. For us to be valuable, we, we have to accomplish something. 
<laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a big illusion. <laughs> you don't have to. <clears throat> we're already accomplished. That's how we were created, as you just stated, Del. That's how we were created. We are already accomplished. Period. Got end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hate to jump ahead, but I think the next paragraph already tells us that. Accomplished <laughs> is not an end point, but a given. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right there. Yeah. Uncomplete. That that going to accomplish something is obviously rooted in we're not there here we're not there as yet, as one belief. And then the second one mm-hmm. is that it's gonna take time. And and to to put the top on it, it's gonna call for effort. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm smiling now as I reflect on that in, in what we have found in the course of love. Uh, because in, yeah. what we can experience so much is right there simply waiting for us to just realize it, that no effort is involved except simply being and being open. Yeah, let our heart lead and our intellect follow. And then everything becomes crystal clear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this, this is Gloria. <clears throat> in, chap- in chapter, in paragraph five, <clears throat> they say that your mind projects what you desire to accomplish onto an unknown future time as what will seem to keep you from accomplishment. And I was relating this when as a prayer partner or chaplain and you pray for somebody, you, the accomplishment is right now. You don't say you will be healed, you will be whatever the person is praying for. They will as the future, and to me, it's not really what we accomplish. We we have to <clears throat> call into the present moment. You are right now ill. You are in this moment, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I, that's the way I understand that. That's yeah, Gloria. I believe you're right there, Gloria. I get that. There is is only the present moment. There is only the spacious now. There is Mm -hmm. no time. It's all happening at once. We happen to live in a dimension of reality that has root assumptions of time and space and and belief and so on and so forth. It's, you know, we just need to get over it. He tells us all through everything. We just need to get beyond that. Know what he knows. Through direct experience, we can get that. We can have that. Knowing always supersedes belief. Thank you, Judy. When we know, yeah, when we know from within us, it's certain, isn't it? As Gloria was was sharing that, what I was reflecting on was her being a chaplain, or what she found in being a chaplain is 
she was trained within the Unity program, which focuses on affirmations. And for me, these affirmations are messages that come to us in the present moment or a way to express the realization and insight in the present moment that affirms the truth. It may not be evidence at that point, but that affirmation of the truth is bringing it to the light. For instance, uh, a classic example from the beginning was Myrtle Fillmore dealing with tuberculosis and told that she has but six months to live. She, her affirmative prayer was, I am a child of God. I do not inherit sickness. Right. And clearly that insight, that gift came, came to her at one, one point. I could just get a sense of her having received that and the connection that she was sharing, experiencing at that point in love to all and recognizing her truth. And by the way, she stayed with us for another 31 years after that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, th- so yeah. thank you for bringing that up as you did, Gloria. It's great. Yes, to Gloria. I don't know much about the Unity Church and... and, and uh, what they represent, only from what I hear on Course in Miracles once in a while. I just had a thought. Uh, it actually reminds me of Course in Miracles when um, when Lee would do these fireside chats on a Sunday, and anyone who wanted to sit in, you know, could uh, be part of, of whatever came up. I think it would be a wonderful idea, uh, Gloria, if you would kind of. Well, that's just a thought I have that you would kind of fill us in and, and teach us or show us a little bit more about uh, this unity. And, and I, I did hear Ms. Fillmore before, um, but uh, obviously it, it has a big impact, and I know it has a big impact on you. And I know, I guess, Reverend Bill, you were with the Unity Church for a while yourself. Uh, I think that will be a lovely idea for us to have to have like a fireside chat about that. So I'm just throwing it out there. I'm seed is planted. Seed is planted. Yes. Okay. That's it. The seed is planted. It's all we need to do now. Thank you, Reverend. Yes, uh, yes thank you. Now, I, I am ordained by you in the unity movement. Mm-hmm. That's what, so, so, uh, perhaps we could do something like that, Gloria. Perhaps we could do something like that. Okay. Why not? Something Why to not? think about Absolutely. in another time, you know? We'll, we'll, it'll show up at the right time, Yvonne. That's right. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty deep. How he ties accomplishment to time. 
and that that is the system that we put in place in the in our separated state. And then he he did one of his wonderful examples of, of just explaining, giving us examples of how that works out. For instance, there in 6.5, have you ever accomplished, or have you ever conceived of accomplishing anything without taking into account the time that it will take? <laughs> in the world, <laughs> absolutely. Anybody who's done any kind of serious meditation knows that there is no time, that time is simply an illusion. Um, the deep meditation where the connection is very, very direct produces, well, it produ- I can only speak for myself, it has always produced in me a complete sense of no time. It's, um, I don't even know how to describe it. That's the closest I can come, is that no, no time. It truly does feel like there is no time. It's hard to count minutes or or hours or anything in meditation because there is no time. It just completely distorts all concept of time. Um, I can be in meditation and think that maybe, you know, five minutes has passed and I can look up and, you know, see that it's completely different or I can think that an hour and a half has passed and it's completely different or that, you know, whatever. It's just, time is just so distorted in meditation as compared to not meditating. So uh, the difference is quite remarkable. It's just an easy place to be. I found that for years, I I really, and I still do, I, I, I love the written word. Um, I get a lot from it. It, it, um, it's soothing. I find it very, very soothing. And yet, I do know that when I just take the time and just stop everything and just stay still, just still my mind, still my body, still my emotions, just relax into that withinness and that depth and that feeling of pure love. It is just. It is just. It's healing. It's revitalizing. Um, it's it's just so much. I just don't even know how to describe it. It's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. Thank you for bringing that up, Judy. It's simply a state of being, mm-hmm. and and simply accepting all that is right then, right in that moment. Yeah. Thank you for the reminder. Mm. Nothing, nothing to do in those moments, is there? No. No planning. Being. No other activities no. to do. Simply mm-hmm. just being. It's moment. just a state of being. Yeah, it's a state of being that is pure peace and pure love. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Hi, this is Ida. I just joined. Hi. Hi, Ida. Hi, this is A Course on Love? Yes, it is. 
And All right. what we're doing is we're having a, a dialogue on one of the chapters in um, the second treatise. This is in the, the, the second treatise, a treatise on the nature of unity. And we've just read through the, we are in chapter six. It's on page 252 on the original edition of the course. Um, and the title is The Belief Accomplishment. So we just spent some spent some time spent some you like that gang? Did you hear what I just said? <laughs> <laughs> I've, oh I've been busted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Oh my it. gosh. <laughs> yeah. We're laughing, Ida, because we're recognizing that the system that we have looked at in life, that we've set up in life, is that we, for us to accomplish, we have to do this in time. It's, it's time-bound, in effect. It's, time, it's measured in time. It's, you know, we, we have a, something to accomplish, and we need to be doing something to make that accomplished. And yet, in this material, sentence, the paragraph 6.4 states, only you can be accomplished and your accomplishment is already complete. In this dialogue, oh. we're speaking in the state of oneness. We're striving to hold this, this conversation, this being together, this dialogue, in the space of the oneness that we are always. So... Our accomplishment occurred in our creation, period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In this way of the world, wow. in separation, we've looked at accomplishment as the things that we achieve or that we need to achieve or the things that can keep us busy <laughs> one reason or another. So that's yeah. kind of like a brief, brief overview of what we've been covering thus far, up through wow. uh, paragraph five. Wow. I'm, I'm not going to give out my book right now, but thank you so much, Reverend Bill, for sharing that with me. That meant a lot to me. Okay. And, and it, it helps me as well <laughs> to be able to share <laughs> and to get busted when I recognize that I'm speaking about time once again. <laughs> but so... So I'd invite you, Ida, to see if you can hold that in yourself as as we read on, as we continue on reading in this material, in this section as we're going on. So, um, and would you be willing to read, Ida? Um, not right now, sorry. Well, not not right this moment, but... What, we're, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask Judy to read six. I'm going to read seven. Gloria is going to read eight. And then Yvonne is going to read nine. Oh, Yvonne gets the really juicy ones tonight, doesn't she? <laughs> I haven't read and, it in a while, so I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 
So I have a question tonight. Hi, Ida. Do you have your book with you? Hi. Hi. Um, nice to hear you. Hi. It's just it's in the house. It's not right with me right now, but, but yeah, I mean, we, I have one. We can wait for you, Ida. We, like Reverend Bill said, we'll be reading. So there'll be time for you to, there'll be time. Here we go again. There'll be time for you to find it. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll go get it. I'll be right oh. back. That's great, Ida. Thank you. But well, we'll wait a moment. Sure. We'll wait a moment. We You're right. Yeah. There's no we time, right? Exactly. <laughs> we can be still and go right into no time. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. I, there you go, Yvonne. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I remember Ida years ago. I, I ordered that book for her, so I knew that she had it. I was just going to laugh at the notion of how I, was, how I had to use the term time to describe what we're, <laughs> what we're feeling that I can't get away from it, so to speak. Right Does that give you any idea of how deeply entrenched we are in this physical reality? There's a clue. There's a clue, <laughs> indeed. Yeah. yeah. And we don't have to be. Just, I know I, I find that some days I won't take the time. Some days I'll distract myself for 24 hours, just watch TV or whatever. And I know that I feel so much better when I do actually take some t- space for myself. Just sit quietly, mm. still in my mind. Still in my mind. Relax my body. You're almost fine. <laughs> What's that, Jeff? What page are we on? We're on page 253. Oh, okay. Uh, see, I've got my... That's the original edition. 253. Oh, it's 243. It's in Chapter 6, The Belief Accomplishment. Well, this is in, this says, I'm on 253, it says 7 at the top, it says the lessons of the Holy Spirit? No, that's you not have, it, is it? When of course you, have a, you have a newer version, you have a newer version, um, Ida, let's see. Uh, oh, wait, 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 I don't even, this isn't even the, this was, that was, of course, the miracles of, Oh, you're in the Course of Miracles, not the Course of Love, huh? Ida. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she is. Oh, okay. So you don't have the Course of Love then? Uh, no, I, I do have the Course of Love, and I just started out, and I'm going to find Chapter 6. Okay, and, good. Uh, we'll wait. Gonna... Okay. Okay. Chapter Great. Book. Which book? Book one? This is, uh, the second book, or the first book was The Course of Love. The second book was The Treatises on A Course of Love. And we're in the second oh, okay. book now. All right. And so, okay. 
for us, page 253, and I'm going to guess that it may be like 256 or 257 for you. Okay, chapter 6. Okay. The belief. Uh, okay. And we've read up through paragraph 5. Oh. Um, there's, paragraph, there's chapter 5. Here it is. The belief accomplishment. 253, yep. you said? I've got it. Uh, what page, what page number is it? It's 253. I mean, no, the, the chapter starts on 253. Excellent. Okay, you're with us. This is the original edition that you've got as well. Okay, thank you. So, on yeah. that note, um, I'm going to ask um, Judy to read six, paragraph 6, and then we'll continue on as we have before. But before you do that, Judy... Would you go back and read read the last sentence in paragraph five, please? Okay. Um, maybe you want me to read the last two sentences. Uh, the last sentence is, this theme is quite real to you because of what you believe. Do you want me to go back before that or just that? Yeah, why don't you read the last two, please? Okay. And yet if you believe that this trick of your mind has worked, you act as if you are being kept from accomplishment by time, and this seems quite real to you. This seems quite real to you because of what you believe. 6.6. Accomplishment is not an end point, but a given. It is not an outcome, but a certainty. It says, I am, rather than I will be. I will be is a statement that presumes a future in which you will become someone other than who you are in the present. Unity exists only in the here and now of the present. There is no will be in unity. There is only what is. Thus, the limits you would place on the concept of something being what it is must be a part of this discussion. Well, your mind would tell you that a chair is a chair and regard it as a fact. <clears throat> to the learning you have done since your birth, you have come to recognize a chair as having certain properties, the most essential of which is that it, it is a structure on which to sit. The exercises of A Course in Miracles began with asking you to call into question these beliefs in known, observable facts. You may have regarded these exercises as silly, or you may have thought of the lessons of physics and felt as if you understood these exercises on an intellectual level. But what these exercises have prepared you for is an acceptance of the ongoing change that is creation. And acceptance that something can be what it is, a known fact, an object with an identity, but also part of the ongoing nature of creation. 
Could this be true of a chair and not be true of you? Is to believe that change and growth are indicate indicative indicative of all that can be accomplished rather than of what is already accomplished that needs adjustment now. As a tree exists, fully accomplished within seeds and yet grow and change, you exist fully accomplished within the seed that is in the Christ in you, even while you continue to grow and change. Physical form and action of all kind are but expression of what already exists within the seed of the already accomplished. Thank you, Gloria. The recognition that you are already accomplished is a condition of your recognition of the state of unity. It is a recognition that you exist in unity outside of the pattern of time. Miracles create an out-of-pattern time interval. Thus, living in a state of miracle readiness is the creation of a new reality outside the pattern of ordinary time. Although this state exists as the already accomplished, it is up to you to create it for yourself. <laughs> it just makes me laugh, makes me smile. Although this state of although this state exists as the already accomplished, it is up to you to create it for yourself. Hallelujah. You must create it for yourself only because you believe you replaced what was already accomplished with what you made. <laughs> <laughs> this is what is happening as you unlearn and learn in unison. You are creating the state of unity as a new reality for your true self, even though it is actually a return to what has always been. You are changing the world you perceive by perceiving a new world. You are changing from whom you have thought yourself to be to who you are. Pass. Thank you, I have already... Go ahead. Thank you. Can you hear me? Please do. Okay. As I have already said, that your heart must exist where you think you are, you can begin to see that this change in thinking will release your heart, returning it to its natural realm. Thus does mind and heart join in unity in the present, in the here and now, so that you exist, even within form, as the only Son of God, the Christ, the Word made flesh. Remember that the phrase, the Son of God, and the name Christ, but represent the original creation and are not to be mistaken for heavenly deities separate from you. 
The Christ is yourself as you were created and remain. The Christ is the accomplished self. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Ida. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, Ida. Well done. Ooh. What what fun. Anybody have anything (laughs) that you're ready to jump on? Now, this is Judy, and the only thing... The only thing I can share is from my own experience, and that is when I absolutely still and quiet my mind, relax my body, and just forget all the emotional nonsense, just clear everything out so that I just become a clear channel and just sit and listen and be quiet. Stop my thinking. Stop everything and just be still. And that's the result. Thank you, that's Judy. It. That's cool. You know, Judy, <laughs> I, I, I just thought about that. You talked about quieting your mind and relaxing and your body and clearing, and clearing everything mm-hmm. out. Just sit and listen. What is the process that you undergo to do that? Uh, I have... I'd be happy to share the process with you. It's not um, that well-known one, but it certainly has been in use for a very long time. I mean you. Yeah, the process I use is I sit very quietly and very still, and I'm very fortunate. I live in a place that has two acres around me, and it's a big house, and there's just my husband and I, so the quiet is always pervasive. We're both very quiet people. So the quiet wow. is easy. Yeah, the quiet time is easy. And I, so I can just I can sit quietly at any moment that it strikes me. I just sit quietly, and I know there's something inside of me. And when I listen, when we listen to what goes on within us rather than everything outside of us, Everything gets so clear. There's so much clarity. I sit quietly, and I allow my body to go through a state of relaxation. I start with my head, and very quickly I just go down the, into my entire body and just tell it to relax. Just relax. Nothing to do. There's nowhere to go. And I relax. And then I clear out my emotions. Whatever has been bothering me, I just let it slide away. I watch it like little puffs of clouds or like little birds flying away. They're gone. They're out of my inner vision. And there's a calmness and a serenity that overtakes me. And then I think of a field of daffodils and I calm my mind. I see all of that beauty and I just let my mind go completely blank. And I sit in that quiet and that peace and that love. And I listen and I wait. Clearing and stilling of all of the outer senses is one of the keys to it. If I feel I need to go deeper, I will put myself into a state of complete and utter balance. And I will allow, and this is the key, I will allow that inner feeling of God's love to permeate my entire being. And with that, I sense and I feel a state of sublime love and bliss 
and peace. And I continue to listen. And I wait. And sometimes thoughts will arise or feelings will arise. Mostly it's just feelings that arise. And I will either just let them come and let them go or else I'll fix on one if it's lovely and wonderful and, and heartwarming and uplifting. And I'll listen. And if there's something that I need to know, I will be told. And if there is nothing, that peace will just stay with me. And that's the process. It's just the stillness and the quiet and the waiting and the listening and the feeling of love. Allow it. Just allow it. It's there within us all. It's just a matter of ourselves allowing it to arise within us. From anywhere within us, that feeling of love can arise and bask in it. Bask in that beauty. Bask in that love. Thank you, Judy. That's beautiful. It's an easy process. And if I need to go even deeper, I will imagine myself at the top of a flight of stairs that are circular in nature, like a winding staircase. And I will see myself at the top. And as, this, as I go down this winding staircase, I count the steps down. Now, 21, 13, 12, doesn't matter. Whatever's comfortable depends on how deep I want to go. And I love to see myself walking down those circular stairs and follow my process, follow my progress down. And that allows me to go even deeper. So there's, there's a lot of stages to the process, and it's very, very simple. And then how deep you want to go. And that's basically it. Thank you. Thank you. I live in a little apartment with no acres <laughs> near the intersection near the intersection of two well-traveled roads. So it is not a quiet place. Earplugs. Even though sometimes it seems like it's quiet. It's quiet, but it's a quiet because I'm used to the noise type of thing, gotcha. not the pure quiet that we're talking about. So. When I used to live in a very quiet place in the 80s, uh, I would just sit there and sort of automatically go into meditation. Mm-hmm. And you talk about feeling the love. But I, I have a hard time meditating now. And I don't feel the love. And I look for love outside of me. And I call everybody I know every day looking for mm-hmm. love, looking for connection. And I, I know the connection is really, yeah, I mean, I know that intellectually that the connection is really within me to God, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. nevertheless, that's what I do. I'm complete. That, you do what you need to do. We are always, all of us, we're always at, always all at different stages in our process, okay? And everybody's spiritual journey is different. There's no right and there's no wrong way. We do what we need to do at any given moment in time if that's where we're at. And we don't compare ourselves to anyone else because we can't. There is no one else. We're unique. You're unique individuals. And the only person you can compare yourself to is yourself. So don't go there. 
Okay? <laughs> Just know that you're on a path and that you're getting where you need to be. You're getting to where you're going. And remember, there is no time, so there's no race. Everything is always happening in the spacious present. And we're always all exactly where we're meant to be at any given moment. That's part of the self-acceptance. Yeah. No, I always hear fearful thoughts in the back of my mind, no matter what I'm doing somehow, almost. And it's it's telling me what I need to do. It's telling me, you know, all these things. It's obviously the ego. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Again, quiet and still, the mind, the body, the emotions. There's nowhere to go and there's nothing to do. We want God. God's right there inside of us. We want the Christ mind. It's right there inside of us. Thank you, Judy. Wow. That was, yeah, that was powerful, Judy, hearing you say that. I felt it. Thank you. Oh, good. Thank you. You were meant to feel it. <laughs> Yeah. This is Yvonne. And paragraph 8, he says, It is your belief that change and growth are indicative of all that can be accomplished rather than what is already accomplished that needs adjustment. So that, that's kind of where I am. I believe. So he's yeah. always saying that it's only your belief that needs to be adjusted. adjusted. So um, that's where I am in the sense that, okay, how does the adjustment occur? What is the process for me that allows that adjustment? Um, sometimes it's like a, a, a quick think and I just kind of, like, I hear it, okay, and then other times... You know, I go, I kind of go down the rabbit hole a bit until something mm-hmm. strikes. I realize, oh boy, okay, all right, now I know what I need to do. So it's, it's some, for me, it's always where I am getting, it, it's not like I'm always in this beautiful space where I'm always in a meditative, uh, quiet space. No, not that. I could be in a quiet space but my mind is very busy. So that's, that's what I'm trying to delve into, is, is, mm-hmm. how, is how that switch occurs, like the mind switch. You just switch, flip the switch. You flip the switch, and now it works. So that's kind of what <laughs> I'm thinking about. Yeah, so I want to share that. That's what I'm kind of working with. I'm complete. Yeah, that's great. Thank you, Ron. That's great. Thank you. You know, as you as you were sharing that, Yvonne, um, I really appreciate you going to that that particular paragraph and recognizing the context in which he has given us this message. Uh, 
he says here, uses as an example, as a tree exists fully accomplished within its seed and yet grows and change, you exist fully accomplished within the seed that is the Christ in you even while you continue to grow and change. So I paused for a moment and I reflected on this and recognized since childhood the continued development that appeared to be occurring or, or looked like it was occurring and yet there was some aspect of that that while this change seemed to be being occurring that others were seeing in my, let's say, my physical, in my physical presence, there's also a change going on inside me that, that might be linked to uh, this continued growing and evolving but there's also an aspect of it that doesn't change at all. There's a sense of being. I, I mean, this is what's coming up to me as, as you were speaking to the Savan. There's a sense of simply being that is kind of like it might be that part that says, well, yeah, this is the way I always am. And I would suggest that that I have not seen that or looked at it in this manner before, but I recognize that this is this eternal nature of me, of us, that you know, perhaps another any other way to say of describing who I am might be referring to that that experience of being that. That perhaps that is the being that has always been, always is, and regardless of what's happened in terms of my expansion physically or in thought and idea. Is that making sense to anybody? Mm-hmm. Can can you can you recognize some feeling within you that is well, you might say, well, this is what I've always been. This is the part of me that has not mm-hmm. changed at all, but but has just continued to exist, continued to be, and continued to, let's say, even flourish. Maybe it was at the foundation of what happened in our continued evolving as we did. Whole new discussion for me out of this, this looking at this just now. Anybody have any comments on that? Um, well, yeah, I was <clears throat> thinking about Jesus when he was born and grew up, and as a child, has already the seed of the Christ. Since he was a child, he talked to the temple people with that knowledge of God, the seed that he already has that we, as he, we have. That's, that's to me, come to the story about him, that he developed, he changed, he not changed, he just grow 
on that spiritual seed that he has, that we have. How grateful we are, how blessed we are. I love it. And complete. Thank you, Gloria. Wow. Anybody else? Well, this is Ivana. That's why I love so much the idea of the Course of Miracles and the Course of Love being channeled through Jesus. Because in my own heart and soul, I do, I do, I do feel that Jesus is the channeler. And uh, I don't think of it as a concept of Jesus. I don't think of it as, as a, uh, a spirit. Uh, uh, and whatever advanced spirit I think of it as Jesus. So I'm going to stick with that. I'm complete. <laughs> Yvonne, could you accept that okay. as the Christ? Could you accept that as the Christ in you? Yes, I can. I certainly can. And I do. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. And what he's asking us to do is to experience it within ourselves. Yes. This kind of that sense. All makes a lot of sense. Go ahead, Ida. No, I was just going to say yes. Everything that was said so far makes a lot of sense to me. I don't know the book very well, but it makes a lot of sense. And so what I've heard already and what I've read in the past a long time ago. So thank you. I'm complete. Yeah. Thanks, Ida. Getting these little gifts through this dialogue that we're having today just makes this night so precious. So sweet, so exciting. Yeah, thank you. See, if you, I think, if. I had somebody here with me to share this with, it would be exciting. But I have you guys with me, even though you're not, don't appear to be physically in the room here. So why can't I just be happy with that, you know? You know what I mean? I'm complete. Yeah. 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 We're getting in this, that we are, we are never alone. It's only a part of us that thinks that we are alone at any point. That's the separated self. Yep. And Jesus keeps asking us all through A Course in Miracles and all through A Course of Love to experience our oneness, to experience our unity. And I don't know any other way of experiencing it except to feeling it. And if there's another way, somebody please tell me. <laughs> Not that I'm unhappy with feeling it, because it certainly does satisfy. It certainly is complete and whole. Uncomplete. Yeah. 
Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Bill. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. How about everyone. if we have a moment? I'm sorry, what was that? Oh, I was just me, Yvonne. I was, I'm just still uh, feeling uh, Jesus in a way. And I was thinking t- today about the last... Uh, the last chapter, day 40, where, you know, where he says, you are my beloved. We have just shared a dialogue. Your heart has spoken to me, and I have responded. Love has responded. How now will you respond to love? But doesn't that sound very personal? Sounds very personal to me. I'm mm-hmm. complete. Yes, it does. And it could is. be Jesus. Yeah. Could be Jesus sitting in the room with me right here, right now. But uh-huh. it also is a Reverend Bill. It's the Christ within. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As is Ida and Gloria and Yvonne and Judy. I'm called to ask us to just have a moment of silence. Maybe you can throw out a few lines for us to plant seeds in this state. I am rather than I will be. I am accomplished.
in you except the Christ in you claiming I am accomplished. Reverend Bill and everybody. Mm. Yeah. Clearly, you recognize this. The Christ doesn't believe this at all. The Christ knows this. And here's our opportunity. Here's our link to this awareness. Carry that into your day and watch the shift that that makes in how you are and what unfolds. Thank you, Reverend Bill, for coming in tonight and taking over, sharing this with us. Oh, is that what happened? Oh, who usually does it? Paula. Paula. Oh, okay, so Paula. Oh, I see. Thank you. Yeah, Reverend Bill filled in. God bless you, Reverend. Thank you. Judy, question yes. for you. So sure. I want to close off the re- I want to record close off the recording now. How do I do that? Same way. Star nine. Star nine. And so be it. Star nine. And press the one button. Okay, everyone, good night. Okay. There we go. Well, we'll leave that out there in the ozone for somebody to find. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we will find it. <laughs> oh, that was right. pure delight. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Thank Thank you. Everybody. It's good to be part of you. Thank you. Nice, nice to hear your voice. Good night. Good night, all. Good night, Thank everybody. And you too. Bye-bye. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night, Ida. Hi, y'all.